What's up, people? Welcome back to another episode of Mompa Podcast. I am your host, the more than average Joe. As I said, welcome back to Mapa Podcast. Um, this week, I am sitting here on the phone, actually, with my good friend Cameron Chamberlain, a realtor and a landscape company owner in Utah. Uh, Cameron, thanks so much for being with us today. How's it going? You bet, Joe. It's going really well. Good. Glad to hear it. You, you, you scared me when you told me that you were suffering from some cold-like symptoms. You scared me because I was like, oh my gosh, she's going to want to reschedule. What am I going to do? Um, but, uh, luckily it just, honestly, it just sounds like you went down an octave in our base now. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean, I can sing a whole different part now. No, I, I mean, I had a sore throat, but I've just been burning the candle at both ends and I'm still working. I'm still out doing, I mean, I'm trying to avoid people because I don't I'm having to wait for my test results, whether I have COVID or just a cold. Mm-hmm. I think it's just a cold, but I'm still, you know, checking out lawns. I'm going to drive by looking at stuff and reviewing work, doing real estate still, but, but just, uh sound different so for recording it may not be as awesome well um brandon can actually tell us if it sounds good or not he's got the headphones on i don't this time so i should find out before i'm if i need to change my audio stuff on my end no no you're good you are uh you it looks like you are good to go um so cameron why don't we start off with uh you just telling us a little bit about yourself kind of your personal history first job go from there uh, first job, 15 years old, I uh, worked for the city. I grew up in southern Utah, so I worked for the city of Enoch, mowing lawns and reading meters and helping trash day, things like that. Um, road construction, random stuff like that. So that was my first job. Um, did that for a few summers through high school. Worked at dealerships. Did a lot of, in my last year in high school, I had about three jobs my last summer. And uh, just worked a lot. I'm just, I've always worked hard and done a lot of work. Um, I don't know. I'm a big family. Enjoy the mountains. Spend as much time outside as I really as I really can. Very cool. Um, so Cameron and I actually met uh, via another friend of ours, Mike Hales, who um, yeah. I still I don't know if you keep in touch with him very often. I, I still, do. I'm, yeah. not, as, not often enough. I mean, I, Mike and I talked. It's been maybe a month or two. But yeah. Cameron and I will we'll call every month or two. We call each other and say hi. Yeah, it's it's been uh, it's been about a month for me. Actually, it's only yeah. been a couple of weeks for me. I just talked to him just a couple of weeks ago, but uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, so I know you were in the National Guard. When did you join the National Guard? So I joined in 2012. Um, I signed up in June. So actually, this June, I actually got my release papers. So I did an eight-year contract with six years actively drilling with the National Guard, and then just finished. But I had a two-year kind of break time, I guess you can call it. They, they do a six-by-two contract for six years actively drilling, and two years could be, you know, where I'm not doing much. So I did that. So I got my release papers in June this year. Oh, got awesome. again. So I got beards back. Maybe we should do video. You can show you my awesome beard right now. <laughs> we should have done video. I mean... Dang it. <laughs> usually I have a little bit of facial hair as well, but it's it's kind of gone. I've got a little bit oh, more of a baby face right now. Um, yeah, it's, <laughs> Well, that's awesome. You joined the National Guard, and you became a realtor around the same time, didn't you? I did. almost. Yeah, so in June, I'd be, I signed up for the National Guard in June of 12, and then I got my license in September.
September, so I'm actually going through the process of renewing my license again right now. But okay. Every two years, yeah. So at some time, and I didn't do my spare license for the first. I just knew I wanted to invest and saw the value in real estate, so I, I knew I wanted to do it. And might as well, you know, dive in deep. So I, yeah, it took a couple of years after basic and some school, UVU and stuff before I actually went full time. Well, that's awesome. Um, I, as you know, I'm actually going through the process of getting my license right now. I'm taking yeah. uh, the pre-license courses that are required here in Iowa. Um, I'm taking those right now. Um, and honestly, what I'm learning is nothing what I expected to learn. <laughs> <laughs> it's not at all what I expected. And I'm really excited about it. It's also really interesting. But I'm just like, okay, like a lot of this is common sense to me. So can we just speed yeah. up the process a little bit? Uh, <laughs> right. Well, get those. Are, are you doing it online? Yeah, I'm doing it online right through um, a website called On Course Learning. So, okay. right and there's some good programs. They they time them so you can't you can't hustle through stuff that may just make sense or clicks for you. You can't hustle through it. You have to yeah kind of bear through it all. Yep. Yeah. Um, so hopefully I'll be done with that in December. Um, but uh, and and now you uh, this year started a landscaping company, right? I did, yeah. We just the summer, early summer, we started mowing with the kids. Just I've got uh, my oldest is ten, so I had a couple of kids that weren't taking. I grew up, I guess. I mean, you don't like allowance is not a thing in my family, and because I'm commission based and everything I do, and I'm ever since you know I um, pretty much got out of college, it's been all commission based income for my family, and so just teaching my kids that. You know, you can earn more if you work harder or smarter. There's things like that in commission-based, being able to earn commission in the home. So there's not allowance. My kids earn commission um, from either doing extra chores or they mow lawns. Mm -hmm. four-year-olds pick the weeds to earn some cash. And so it's, anyway, so we started that, and it just has grown to where we've had requests, and we just grew the business into doing landscaping. We're just finishing uh, landscaping on a million-dollar house right now. Which sounds awesome and crazy, but it. Pretty basic. I mean, just grass and sod and some flower beds and sprinklers, things like that. So, well, that's awesome. I remember when I was about twelve. Well, probably actually about ten. My dad taught me how to mow the lawn. Um, yeah. And then when I was twelve, uh, I started doing it for my mom's friend. Um, and uh, from her house, it just kind of went from there. And I started building that business as I as I went. And uh, I I think every twelve year old, ten twelve year old does it. You know, I, it's, for me, it started out with just walking the neighborhood with my lawnmower in tow, you know, just yeah. asking people if I could do their lawn really fast. So, yeah. Well, but, I mean, with any small business, dude, it's, it's really the, the biggest issue is obscurity, people not knowing who you are. I think the minute I started doing landscaping, I've not marketed at all. Um, I just, you know, put the business fully together and set it up. You know, I've got one employee and it was actually, actually my brother. He's an awesome employee. <laughs> and he just like, so I mean, you start doing stuff, you put your, and you just put your work out there, and people just start calling. And I think, yeah, the old school way of just walking on the street and just picking up business is awesome. Yeah, and, and it works. I mean, a lot of people discount that, but it, it really does work. It does. Um, oh, yeah. I, I have a friend whose dad does uh, carpet cleaning, um, uh-huh. and whenever, you know, if they're doing a residential um, house, then they, they will just walk the neighborhood and put flyers up and just say, Hey, yeah. we're, you know, literally the flyer says, Hey, we're doing something in your neighborhood. Give us a call or, you know, give this neighbor a call and, uh, to find out what they thought of us. And hopefully we can come do some work for you or something like that. So, yeah, no, 
it's, it's, and that's my first real estate deals were closed through knocking doors. I mean, cause that's, that's it. You knock doors, you just connect with people face to face. The best way to communicate, you get out there and say hi and people, yeah, there's opportunities to do that for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I actually, I really respect the, the, the approach that you're taking with, with your kids. I don't have any kids myself, but this is something that I've always like in the back of my mind, I've been thinking about is I don't want to just give them money. Um, especially my parents never did that for me. It was never, um, do, you know, do, uh, do nothing and get an allowance. No, it was do your chores and you get paid. So, you know, I, I did my chores and I got, you know, money. If I didn't do my chores, I didn't get that money. Um, and so for me, it was always, I knew that if I wanted the money, I had to work for it. Um, yep. and that's something that I want to do hopefully with our future kids is, is, uh, teach them the value of money like that. Um, yeah. so I really respect that. That's, that's awesome. Um, I want to get your opinion. There's a, I've seen a lot of people that are, that especially a lot of entrepreneurs that to teach, to teach their kids a little bit more about money, they've, uh, started like little booths at fairs and stuff for them, yeah. um, that the kids run and everything. The parents are there in the background to make sure everything goes smoothly. But the kids, the kids run it. The kids stock it, and every everything. What do you think about that kind of? Thing? Yeah, I think it's awesome. We we've done that a little bit. So we, I mean, I guess it scrolls us. We homeschool. I was homeschooled growing up, and uh, I attended like sports, like where I wrestled or did track in high school, and attended classes I couldn't really do at home. But we homeschool our kids now, and they there's different homeschool groups. Um, it's evolved since I was in homeschool, but there's different groups where they promote that. So my, my son, he likes to draw, he loves animals. He made a calendar, and we helped my wife help him put it together, but he drew the pictures of animals and stuff, and the calendar sold those for a few bucks at these different fairs that, they, that, that the homeschool community puts together and the opportunities where they can earn some cash by something they create. So we've done a few of those things, and I think, you know, I have, I have another business that's an outdoor business that I don't do a lot with. I've got some product, though, and we sell occasionally, and we've done some of that at yard sales or at... And we've talked about going to like farmers markets, and we're going to start doing some things like that where we sell some more products that we make. And I think the kids getting involved in doing their own making of stuff and selling, I think, is important. And that's kind of where they weren't taking chores because we have at home we have a certain set of chores you do to kind of earn your keep at home. Yeah, it's part of living there. You just you just help keep the home clean and tidy. It's just part of it. But there's extra chores, deep cleaning, and going beyond that is where you're in cash. And they weren't really willing to do that. Mm-hmm. You know? And so mowing lawns or doing something different like that helps them really see, you know, the difference. And I know we were at the zoo this summer for my son's birthday. My daughter was like, I want an ice cream cone. And I was like, well, you've got 20 bucks in your spending account. She's like, I do? I was like, yeah, you do. She's like, oh, yeah, totally. an ice cream cone. Okay, cool. You know, it's our money. They've all debit cards. You go buy your own ice cream. That's awesome. The value of them just making, you know, the, cor- the correlation between earning money and being able to spend money. It intensified when they're doing their own projects like that. That's awesome. Um, so kind of switching gears here a minute. Um, it sounds like you're really, really busy with life right now, just with the landscaping business and doing real estate. Um, it, is there something that just kind of is, is there something that just keeps you motivated and keeps you going? Like, I don't want to do like the cliche, what gets you out of bed in the morning, but is is there something that just kind of that keeps you motivated or a saying or, or like a motto that you have that just keeps you going every every day? Um, I wish there was. I don't know. I mean, it's, there's, I'm not perfect for sure. And there's mornings I don't get up on time or I 
I linger because I'm tired. Mm-hmm. Especially lately with the landscape, some of these projects where I landscape all day and then I real estate into the night, I just have been pretty pretty worn down. But I don't know. I mean, it's I you know, and I, I was, I'm reading a book right now. It's called Atomic Habits. Um, awesome book. It just talks about how we always want to find excitement in things. And I get excited about creating businesses. It just excites me to see it grow. I get excited when someone calls me and says, hey, can you actually, like, I, like after this call, I've got to run and go review a lawn that someone wants us to mow. It's brand new sod. I've got to just go check it and see if it's ready to mow yet. And then they want their whole backyard done too. Oh, nice. Fence. And it just gets me excited to go, hey, let's go look at this project, this potential. It's, I've got a few listings coming up, and I've, I actually need to make signs. I'm just stopping. I'm actually parked in front of one of my clients' homes to steal a sign because I've got to take it to, to my sign makers to have them replicate it. Oh, and wow. So, so it's just exciting to me when I have those calls. I had a client call today, and he says, hey, I, may buy a house. I want to buy a house. I want to sell my house. I'm like, crap, I don't have <laughs> any more people involved in my life to help carry the load. But it just excites me. So um, I think it's a part of being excited about fulfilling needs and being a part of others' lives and also – you know, there's kind of some urgency involved with getting things done, too. I've, I, yeah, there's affirmations I've said every morning for a while, and I've been bad the last, last month, but one of the affirmations with it is that when things need to get done, I do it now. And that's, mm-hmm. that's the thing. It's like, if it needs to be done, I'm going to do it. And I, I feel that uh, that's helped drive kind of just a, a habit or just a response. I don't know if it's a, re- a reflex to just act and perform when it's needed. Yeah, um, that's that's awesome. I mean, uh, there's always going to be needs out there, um, and that's something that that I learned in college. If you see a need, fill a need, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that's awesome. It sounds like uh, it sounds like you've you've really got it figured out right now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> My wife would. She, she won't think so. <laughs> yeah. Um, what does your wife think about everything that you're doing? I mean, obviously, you're you're probably not as home as often. Um, as you would be. Um, so how how is your wife doing with with your busy schedule? Well, that's um, my I've got the most amazing wife. There's no question. I'm not saying it just because she'll probably jump on and listen to this, but because she really <laughs> is. So we're we're due with our fifth baby in about five weeks, six weeks. And oh my gosh! Congratulations! I, yeah, so, so we're like we're <laughs> pregnant on our fifth baby, and I and she homeschools, and she's she just started a co-op. We're both kind of have a lot of the same like ability to create I guess and mm-hmm. to push it she just today was like wait Cameron did I did I just overdo it again right to have a baby I just started a co-op it's just a homeschool group of moms and kids that get together to help support each other in teaching she's like I just created a new one she's like whoa should I, should I have done that so I've got an awesome wife that just bears with me through that commission I mean there's been a lot of years of up and downs with finances with just real estate's like that commission's like that like one month I can make 30 grand and then the next three months I don't make anything like, it just goes up and down to where you can have awesome income or no income. And she's been awesome about, yeah, there's been days the last month where she's dealing with pregnancy stuff, and she's tired, she's overworked. <laughs> I'm overworked, I'm getting home, I'm leaving in the early morning, getting home at dark, and then I work, you know, to like midnight or two or three in the morning in real estate. So I spend just, she's definitely uh, carrying the big load at home right now. So she's... She supports it for sure. She's, <laughs> well, I think she's ready for me to slow down though and focus at home to help her get ready a little more. Yeah, yeah. That well, it sounds like she's she's absolutely amazing. Um, you, you remember Catherine? Um, I don't know if you remember that she's an artist. Um, uh, yeah, I do actually. Yeah. Um, she actually did the logo and all the artwork for both of my podcasts. 
and the third podcast that we're hopefully going to be starting soon. But um, so yeah, so I I have two podcasts. (laughs) I have I have this one, which was the kind of the originator for the hobby. Um, And then uh, Catherine and I actually do one together called Potty Tales. It's just it's literally just when COVID started, we wanted to. Give some, give everybody a distraction. We just wanted people to be able to right smile. On. So we, we literally just go on. We be silly. We tell really goofy stories, really goofy family stories, um, and you know try to get other people to submit their own family stories that they're willing to share. And uh, <laughs> so yeah, it's 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 a lot That's of fun. Awesome. So um, cool. shameless plug for the for the other podcast, right? There. right I know. I'm sorry. Hey, no, you're good. Thanks for asking. I mean, it's, um, but yeah, so my, my motto in life has always kind of been keep moving forward. And over the last couple of years, like we, when we moved to Iowa, we had a, I I had a lot of trouble keeping, keeping a job for one reason or another, just wouldn't work out. And, uh, and then my dad finally just, you know, my dad finally just said, come work for me. Um, and we'll make it work, you know? Um, yeah. so I'm, I'm working for my dad and then, and then, um, I was slowly beginning to, to think about it when, when, when we do have kids, what am I going to do for income? What am I going to do? You know, I, I really do feel like I'm an entrepreneur at heart. I want to work for myself. I want to create my own schedule. Um, and so I, you know, I, I, I took that keep moving forward motto and I got certified as a home inspector and, um, yeah. And now I'm getting, hopefully, you know, now I'm going to get licensed as a realtor and that's been the biggest thing, you know? And, um, but recently I've, I've had, um, a YouTuber I follow. Um, he said something in one of his videos that, that really just hit me. He said, do one thing today to make tomorrow better than yesterday. And I absolutely love that quote because, like, it it really keeps me present. <laughs> you know, I'm yeah. I'm constantly thinking, what what am I doing right now to to move my family forward? What am I doing to make our future better than it has been than the past? You know. Oh yeah. So well, that's the thing is that people we call it analysis paralysis. Mm-hmm. You spend so much time just in analyzing what you're going to do and try to do something perfect, or you want to make these big leaps and bounds in your life, and the reality is that. It's like Atomic Habits again. You guys go read that. Anybody listening, go read that book. It's awesome. And he talks about how, you know, an atom is such a micro, you know, part of everything. It's just so tiny, really. But if you'll make a 1% change even. And there are some sports teams that did that. You know, like England's bicycling team is a, is a big historical thing where that was a thing, make a 1% change, you know, today compared to yesterday. Like make a tiny bit of a change. And over the course of a year, you're making leaps and bounds. Over the course of a couple of years or a few years, you know, your life's totally different in a positive direction. And that's the thing I've learned in real estate. Like, I knock doors, and I don't believe that's always the, you know, for me and my style, that's not the most effective thing. But mm-hmm. as long as I'm doing something to progress and move forward, business will come from somewhere else, maybe. Maybe I'll get nothing from knocking, you know, nothing, nothing may come from knocking doors that week or month or whatever. But other business will come because I'm progressive, because I'm pushing something, you know, it comes from somewhere. Yeah. Like the universe needs that. I think it's a real principle. Yeah, um, to to quote another cliche, keep your nose to the grindstone. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it it does actually yield results, <laughs> you know. It does. Yeah. So, um, but that's great. It sounds like you guys are doing awesome, and I'm really really happy to hear that. Um, I think that kind of wraps it up. I mean, I'm I've got nothing Sweet. else that that I want to ask. 
you know, honestly, I just wanted this to be a, a conversation, and that's exactly what this has been. So, thanks so much for taking the time to to talk to me. Um, we've, I know we've we we talked about it in the past, and it's been a few weeks coming, but uh, yeah, no, I appreciate reaching out, Joe. I always like to share my thoughts. I don't, I'm not like the most wise person, but I've read a lot of, read quite a few books and things like that that have helped me just progress. And I love sharing a couple of those points, things, and it's. Cool to hear from you too. Like you're, the stuff you're doing, that's awesome. You do podcasts like that help lift others. That just, I don't know. That's definitely important. So yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. One actually, one other thing that I did want to ask you: um, Has COVID affected your business at all? If anything, I mean, yes, it has. Right? There's no way. I, I think the world is affected all the way around. Um, how has it affected it? It's totally a positive effect in my business right now, and I don't, I don't love seeing things. You know, it's kind of a, it's kind of looked at as a negative thing in the world, and it ha- it's had a lot of you know a negative effect. It's changed the way we work around things. It's changed the way I can't go to Home Depot and buy screen parts that I need a mask, and I don't I don't enjoy masks. But I tell people my beard is my mask. Mm-hmm. They, don't, they don't take it. But it just it, it's positively affected it. I mean, it affected it. I, right now, like I said, I'm, I'm I'm picking up a sign. I've got to go get it replicated. I'm out of signs, and mm-hmm. I have another client just called. I may have five listings by the end of the month. New listings. And I don't have, I'm out of signs right now. I don't have anything left to put out. So I've got to go make a half dozen signs. I've got to go. So for me, it, it's awesome. My business is flourishing. Landscaping's growing beyond what I should be doing right now, really, with my time. And I really am looking for people to, like, fulfill different roles. So it's definitely been a positive impact on my businesses, for sure. Sounds, well, That that's, I, I'm glad that it's had a, a, a positive impact. I mean, it's it's been really hard on a lot of people. Um, but I, I really feel like, you know, the, I feel like a lot of people were like, well, I'm stuck at home. Now, what do I do? For me, it was like, okay, how can I move? How can I move forward? How can I take this to, you know, turn this to my advantage? So, yeah, I think one inspiration with COVID with me in this landscaping, you know, the willingness for me to take it forward is, is multiple streams of income. And that's where you see people, I had friends and others I know of that lost jobs or that had major career shifts because of COVID that were a, a negative shift or a negative impact on their life and family and realizing that, you know, real estate could fall out on its, you know, it could fall on its head. And I'm not the biggest, you know, influencer in real estate. I've got a decent, you know, I have a, a business that is just flowing. It's good. And it's more than adequate. It's awesome. But that could flip on its head tomorrow. It really could. You know, 2009 could happen again. Mm-hmm. And that's not, not, not to scare anybody saying it's going to happen. I'm just saying that having one stream of income is not adequate in today's yeah. world, I don't feel. And so having multiple streams, you know, just driving something else has been something that I've, that's, I guess that's what, that's the biggest impact of my life from COVID right now is that I've just been motivated to incorporate more streams of, even if it's minor, like my mowing, you know, mm-hmm. I make a few hundred bucks a month on mowing, that's it, after my cost. But it's just another stream of income that's developing and growing that I yeah. feel that important with the current economy and such. Yeah, no, I completely agree. Um, well, once again, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me. Um, and Good job. Yeah, it's been, it's been real. Um, hopefully, we don't lose touch, and you know, maybe no. next time I'm in Utah, um, yeah, which I don't know out. when that's going to be, but next time I'm in Utah, hopefully we can get together. Come, move back, and join my real estate team. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I might take you up on that someday. I'm not serious. I need help. Anyway, thanks, Joe. I really appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. Thanks a lot, Cameron. Yeah, bye.
That was Cameron Chamberlain, a good friend of mine in Utah. It sounds like he is very busy. Again, Cameron, thanks so much for being on the podcast. You may have noticed I did try a slightly different format in this episode. I think it was very successful. We talked about business, but we also talked about life and motivation. Motivation is key and everyone has something different that motivates us. I want this podcast to be inspiring for those who own small businesses and those that want to start small businesses, or if you just want something inspiring to hear. I hope I can build on that. Please let me know what you think. You can give me feedback on Facebook at Mawpaw Podcast or on Instagram at Mawpaw Pod. This episode was produced by myself and equipment manager Brandon Hayes. You have been listening to Mawpaw Podcast with the more than average Joe. Thanks for listening and see you next time.